Hi, it's Kate Nankerville here from The Shape of Kate. I'm starting this brand new podcast because I've thought about this for a really long time and I haven't taken the action of literally recording this process. And, you know, um, I'm just going to take you back that uh, in 2008, I lost over 38 kilos to get myself in the best shape of my life. So it was 2008, and so we're 2022. So that was like 13, 14 years ago that I took that action. Um, at the time, I was just having a look back at 128 kilos or 130 kilos, and I lost the 38 to 40 kilos to get myself down to around 90 kilos, and I was in really shit-hot shape. Since then, so much has happened in my life, and I'm gutted that all the things that have happened led me to, I'm going to say comfort eat, emotional eat, deal with my feelings by eating, um, whatever I was feeling, whether it was grief, heartbreak, uh, the result of trauma that I'd experienced in my life that I'd buried, the all the things, I used food as a balm and I stopped expressing myself and my feelings. So I feel like I got myself oriented in a really awesome way uh, in 2008 and into 2009. And then it's really been uh, an ever-increasing number of kilograms have piled on since then, to the extent where I'm now, as um, we weighed on Friday, I'm 162.5 kilograms, which is a lot. That's tough to say. That's tough to share in a podcast. That's tough to share with the people who saw what I did in 2008. And it makes me sad for how hard I worked in 2008 and all that I gave up in giving up all those habits that I had created. However, life, right? Things happen. And at the time, I used Jenny Craig's food, which was a cool way to work out portions and control up what I was eating, but it's not a, I, for me, it wasn't a long-term way to live. The awesome thing that I did physically was that I trained with just an incredible trainer, a guy called Dave Margison, who his business is absolutely incredible. His um, training skills are out of this world. And, you know, I did heaps of walking. I did heaps of weight training with Dave. And he was an expert guide on my journey. So as I lost the weight back then, he really helped me craft the body I wanted, which was stronger and fitter, able to do spin classes, even run um, and, and run distances and just be strong. So uh, I know that the decision I made to work with and invest in Dave was a brilliant one at the time, but you know, injuries happened in 2011, I broke my foot, and then subsequent things anyway, I'm not going to lay the blame at a whole bunch of, I, I guess a bunch of different things, although they have had a part or played a part in getting me to where I am now, this state of unfit, and this 162 and a half kilograms and I've been back and forth between basically 150 and 160 kilos through the time of COVID and lockdowns and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, this could get a little bit political because there's a lot of stuff around health and well-being and weight and not weight and body positivity. And I'm, I'm all for body positivity. But one of the things as a 54-year-old woman that I can share with uh, my younger self and some of you younger selves is that there comes a point where carrying extra weight around becomes 
health-threatening and causes physical symptoms in your body that I don't want anymore. Um, at 25 or 30, I probably could have got away with a whole bunch of stuff and my body wouldn't have worn out in some ways, but carrying this much weight around is hard work. It's really hard work. It's hard on my joints and things start happening that aren't the things that I want to be happening to my body. After having been fit and able and able to do lots of things, I want that back in my life as best as I can craft it. Not quite sure what that might look like because one of the things I learned in 2008 was I had no idea of the potential that I could achieve. So I'm I'm really starting this conversation with you, um, the, the person who wants to listen to this, the people who want to listen to this, and thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of my journey. I made a decision for a whole raft of reasons, and I'll share more of this as I as I create and craft more episodes, that enough is enough. And so on Friday, the 28th of October, 2022, I had my first meeting with the beautiful person who was Cheryl Takayama with Why Weight Academy. And I've chosen to work with Cheryl on my food and eating because I know that I need accountability. and you know, I could probably design a whole raft of things um, for sure. I've learned a lot about food over the years, but I wanted to work with someone who could be my expert guide in that, someone who I would be checking in with on a regular basis and someone who's an expert at helping people lose weight. And also someone who's really positive and has a lot of uh, fun energy and could help instill the hope that I want for this journey. And Cheryl and I happened to meet through a course that we were doing together, which has just been a brilliant coincidence of oh, stuff in my business and in my life. And so I met Cheryl and I was like, I like this woman. I think I could work with her. So I went and had a meeting with Cheryl on Friday and that meeting confirmed everything that I, I thought that I wanted to get this show on the road. So I have joined Cheryl's um, Why Wait Academy. She's got an online group that you can join. She's got one-to-one -one services, and I'm going to be working with her on a one-to-one -one basis. So I'm going to be getting lots of feedback for these next steps that I'm taking. And so I went and had that meeting with Cheryl on Friday. And I just want to say I was really scared because I've tried so many times to adjust my eating and failed, what well, feels like it's failed to me, like I've tried things, had a go, lost a bit of weight, and then kind of given up, that it's scary for me to think about trying something again, and and what, what if I do fail? And so that is also why I've chosen Cheryl and her program and her one-to-one -one work and her services, because I need that accountability to commit to this and to be successful and I know it's going to be a really long haul uh, and I'm starting this also the Shape of Kate podcast because I want the accountability of telling my story to you you beautiful people who want to listen to this story and I want to share how this all goes so let's get into the guts or the nuts and bolts of this. So I had my session with Cheryl, worked out a program and um, with her guidance and came away with a structured plan for what I'm eating in my days and the sorts of foods that I needed to get. So drove home and on Saturday I went and did my shopping um, based on these new things that I needed 
and got a whole lot of more vegetables and um, a range of different products and snacks that will support because the sort of the protocol or process that I'm doing is a relatively low carb process. It's not keto, but it is having less carbs. One of the things about being 54 is that I'm fully into menopause these days and I've been through perimenopause and I've had the blood tests and everything and I'm currently on uh, HRT. So that's been brilliant for me. I have estrogen patches and that really helped. But one of the things that I've noticed totally is the impact on my body the amount of body fat that I put on, um, I think, has been impacted and influenced by the menopause process within my body. And so I'm looking at the ways or the successful ways that I can manage my my food consumption and plan and weight loss strategy that understands what's happening in my body. So went off to get the food, uh, started eating based on the plan yesterday, and it was a bit freaky. Um, you know... I think through the lockdown and various things, being able to get out and get a coffee became a super treat. And at sometimes that sort of included having maybe some baked goods. So it might be like a pain au chocolat or a pie or something, because when you couldn't kind of go and get stuff, suddenly getting stuff was kind of cool. So last year I fell prey to a bit of that. And then I decided, no, no, I'm putting an end to that. And so I gave up uh, all of that stuff and I gave up sugar. And yeah, that was a journey in and of itself. But I've kind of uh, this year because I I caught COVID in uh, June, I think it was May, 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 June, May. Uh, and the beautiful people who provided me with support and food and stuff when I was sick brought me a whole lot of cool stuff, and it included some foods with sugar in it. And to be honest, I'm in such a sugar addict that I fell prey to the sugar. So started eating sugar again. So since that time, I've kind of on and off again had foods that I would say would not be the foods that I would want to be eating if I really was serious about losing some weight. So anyway, oh, yesterday, getting into a plan where I was having more like a salad-based lunch or a vegetable-based lunch where the focus is on the protein and the fat that I'm having and less carbohydrates, and then the same for dinner and snacks that fit into that routine. It was quite a change in what I'd been eating, definitely the the proportions and stuff. So I felt kind of hungry, and then I was kind of reminding myself that I had a snack coming and then another meal coming. So I survived day one, yay! And I got up this morning, and I went to the bathroom, as you do, and I thought, oh, I'm going to jump on the scales because I feel like my body's changed already. And it might just be fluid and it might just be one of those things. But uh, I'd already lost half a kilo with this change in what I'd done in the first day. Now, I'm not saying that I expect that to happen every day for the next week or anything. But it's kind of exciting to see a bit of a change on the scale so quickly when you have not had a change in the scales and you've been trying various stuff. So that's cool. So day two today, went out and got some more of the foods that I was looking for. Um, some of the foods I was looking for include some things like some low-carb bread options and various things that I want because um, I'm kind of choosing those instead of having regular bread and what have you. So hunting down where I can get those from and working out where I could order stuff online as part of this routine and plan. So I got that sorted, ate another day of the program and I'm at the end of day two. And that's what brought me to recording this because I thought 
what better way to hold myself accountable than to start a podcast recording of my journey. So I'm at the very beginning, like I said, starting at 162 and a half kilos, uh, not really wanting to share a photo of myself with you guys, but I will at some point soon um, because there'll be some comparison coming up. Uh, so we can do some of that before and after your know, progress kind of on the journey. And I just wanted to, yeah, step forward into being honest about where I'm at because one of the thought processes that I've been engaged with of recent times is that through this time of putting on so much weight, I have also buried being honest about who I am. I've kind of held that in and been careful about it. Um, and I want to be honest. I want to be the Kate who says how things are for her. And this podcast is a really brilliant way to do that. I don't want to be burying my feelings anymore or putting on a performance. I want to be me. So this is uh, the first episode in The Shape of Kate. Hope that some of this is connected with you, that you find a little bit interesting. If you are interested in I guess if you've got any questions for me, I'm going to find a way that I could invite you to share that. Uh, but I will I will record something more soon, make perhaps tell you a little bit more about my history. I also, before I finish, I just want to talk a little bit about my why for doing this. So um, I've just spent the last two months in Taupo looking after my mum. Excuse me. My mum is a remarkable woman in her early 80s, and she was skiing at Kadrona, uh, which is near Wanaka, if you don't know where that is, but most people, if you're in New Zealand, would know that. But anyway, it's in our South Island, if you're listening outside of New Zealand. Mum, at 82, was skiing. Second day of her ski holiday, and she got knocked over at the top, getting off the chairlift, and she hit the ground, possibly, we think, either really icy ground or it was snow packed over concrete. We're not quite sure of that surface. But the consequence of it was she broke the top of her femur, which is pretty much the equivalent of breaking your hip. Anyway, she was flown in an amazing helicopter to a, a hospital that's as close as you can get to Wanaka, which is Dunedin. They put a pin in her femur and into the top of her femur and screws and all that amazing, you know, bionics that you can get when you break a bone these days. And so I've been, um, since she got home to Topo, I've been helping her uh, while she regained her mobility. And, you know, my mum is amazing and inspiring and super active in her 80s in a way that I would like to be. But I'm so far off that, that again, the critical nature, I'm going to get all emotional now, the critical nature of the change that I need to make for myself became so potently in my face that, yeah, I, the last um, couple of months supporting mum has really brought it home to me how much I need to make this positive change. So, uh, oh, I have to sort that out when I'm doing a recording. You can hear my my um, outlook taking little pings to you. Um my goal, so my, my why is my mum and and my other um, my other closest family member, my lovely nephew, um, they motivate me to uh, want to be the best that I can be and I'm physically a long way off that at this point and I want to close that gap. Uh, so, you know, I've got a really clear why and my goal is to go from this current weight I'm at to around 90 kilos because I achieved that figure in 2008 
and I was in a, re a really good uh, state. But I, I want that to be a, a well-muscled 90 kilos. I want to be doing weight training and strength training that enable my body to be its strongest it can be because I know that when I have that balance right, that kind of weight is fine. Now, I'm a long way off that and we can review that and everything, but that's my goal. And as I lose more weight, I want to be able to get more active because at the moment being active is just it's really freaking hard. Um, it's hard to go for a walk. It's hard to go for a bike ride. There are things I just can't do. Um, I'm able to do a little bit of yoga, which um, that really helps. So I'll keep you updated with how that goes as well. Uh, and I guess that's about it for now from Kate, from The Shape of Kate. Thank you for listening and thank you for coming on my journey with me. Mm -hmm.